0: Ah, uh, yeah. Welcome to the KCAST Podcast. I'm Chris Eckenroth. Thank you so much for joining us again. Today, we are in Revelation chapter 5. encourage you to grab your Bible, dig in if you can. If not, maybe a little bit later, but let's pray as we begin. Oh, Holy Father, we thank you for these words found in your book that reveal more about you, that reveal more about your son, the Lord Jesus. Lord, please teach us by your Holy Spirit, wherever we might be today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Revelation chapter 5, beginning in verse 1, here's what it says. And I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne, it's Almighty God, a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. So it's a scroll. Of course, books weren't used until uh, really the second century is what most historians believed. Until that time, things were written on scrolls, typically about 30 feet of papyrus or leaves kind of sewn together type of thing, animal skins, this type of thing. And so this particular scroll is written on the front and on the back. As if to communicate and to imply that there is scarcely space to contain the record presented in this book. Man, there's just so much information. So quickly, the the question comes, what is this scroll? Let's keep digging in because that question is going to come even more to the forefront. We're going to want to know what is this scroll all about? What is the information contained in it? And why is it so important? Verse two, then I saw a strong angel kind of interesting that John differentiates between the other angels. This, this angel is looking strong. He's yoked, proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy? It's the question. Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? Verse three. And no one In heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. Here's this scroll. It's sealed with those like those wax seals they would use. Seven seals. And the question goes out by this angel, who is worthy? Who is worthy to open it? The reply comes in verse three no one. I mean, we've looked high and low, heaven and earth. I mean, we picked up the rug, we looked under the rug. I mean, there's just nobody who is worthy to open this scroll. Verse four, so I wept much. John is devastated. He is devastated because he, there's no hope. He feels like there's just no hope. There is no answer. And I'm not sure if John has any clue as to what's in this scroll, but he is passionate about it being opened. So let's jump to that question real quick. What's in this scroll? What's it all about? Well, as you read, as you continue in Revelation and you come to uh, chapters uh, 6, 7, and 8, you will discover that... Within this scroll is a record of the events during the period of the Christian church. So from the start of the apostolic church down through history, a record of the Christian church is recorded here. But not only that, there's a book entitled Christ Object Lessons. It happens to be on page 294, and it also says this that the decision of the Jewish rulers to reject Christ was registered in the book which John saw on the hand of him who sat upon the throne. So, not only within this scroll is a record of what has happened, what is happening, what will happen to Christ's church down through the end of time, but also within this scroll, there is a record of God's people, actually the Israelites, The nation of Israel rejecting Christ and sending him to the cross. And so John is devastated. There's no one. I mean, we've looked everywhere. Who is worthy? And apparently there is no one who is worthy to open up the seals. Verse 4 still. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the book or to look in it. Verse 5. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep, John. John, don't cry. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. I I get the impression that this elder, if it had, if he had more time, he'd, he'd go through all of the different superlatives and adjectives and descriptive names to that are used within Scripture to describe Christ. oh uh, do, don't weep. It's okay. Behold, look, John. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Look, the, the root of David. Look, Michael, the archangel. Look, the, the Messiah. Look, Yahshua. Look, I mean, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I mean, he would go on and on and on if time would permit. But this one, look, John, he's prevailed. You see, this book in Revelation, it's called Revelation because it reveals more of Jesus. There's nobody. There is nobody who is worthy to open up this scroll. Ah, save Jesus. Jesus has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. Verse 6. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, it's called grace, and of the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders, just in the midst stood a lamb. Whenever you find the lamb, the lamb just seems to be showing up when it's the lamb of God in the midst. Whether it's Jesus on the cross, ah, in the midst of, the midst of sinners, you know, a thief on the right, a thief on the left, he's in the midst. Whether it's the lampstands of, of his church, where is Christ? Ah, he's in the midst. Uh, he, he has his people, he brings them out of, uh, of Egypt, and, and by day he's a pillar of uh, cloud, and by night a pillar of fire, just smack dab in the midst. He says, make me a temple, and, and because I want to dwell among you, he's in the midst. You've probably heard me say it before, but this book is about one thing, it is about a creator God by the name of Jesus trying to get his family back together. Because the thought, if you get into Hosea chapter 11, the thought of spending eternity without you turns his stomach. It makes him sick, love sick. Stood in the midst, stood a-, a lamb as though it had been slain. Verse 7 Then he, this lamb, came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him, the Holy Father on the throne, this one who sat on the throne. After this, they begin to praise him. It's 24 elders who, who fall down, and they say in verse 9, you are worthy to take the scroll. Why? For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Verse 10, and have made us kings, or as we talked about in chapter 1, a kingdom of priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Verse 11, then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures, the elders, the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain. To receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Verse 13. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth. That's just everybody and such as are in the sea. And all that are in them I heard. and This is everybody with one voice declaring blessing and honor and glory and power. To him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, amen. It's true. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. And so it's true. Who is worthy that can't find anybody save Jesus? who's in the midst. Jesus is worthy. He opens it up. Contained in this, this book or this scroll is the events that would take place throughout the history of the church, God's people. It is Jesus and Jesus alone who has the authority. And so it's true. Matthew 28:18, 18, when Jesus told his disciples, he says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus decides. Jesus is the authority. All authority, heaven or earth, it's in the hands of Jesus. And so in the end, it's not COVID 19, it's not coronavirus virus that decides. In the end, it's not sickness or illness or death or even the grave that decides. In the end, it's not your brokenness. It's not my shortcomings. It's not who I was or who I wasn't. In the end, it is Jesus who decides. Why? Because he prevailed. Because he won the victory at Calvary for you and for me. He rose from the dead. He was slain and has redeemed you and me. What was the price? His life. And he has paid it in full. In the end... Jesus has the last word. This is the book of Revelation just revealing, making it clear that no one except Jesus has the power. And this Jesus is straight up in love with you and with me. In the end, Jesus decides thank you so much for listening today. This is the KCAST podcast. We will talk to you soon.